1: Hey, tunes and tumblers, fam! Before we get to the show today, we actually have something we've never done before. We have a uh, a new sponsor, daddy, that we need to promote. Um, It it was a it was a hard uh, thought war, but we decided that we needed to start doing ads now. Because why was that, Ryan? Why,
2: Why do we need to do ads? The biggest thing is that we've been trying to save up for a, um, a Greyhound bus ticket for Drew to go find his cockatoo that he left behind at a station in um, Paris, Texas.
1: So the way you can help us out and help Drew get back his his beloved cockatoo <laughs> is <laughs> by checking out Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the way that we distribute our podcasts, and it's the easiest way to make one. Uh, Pedro, what is great about Anchor?
3: Oh, my God, what's not great about Anchor? It's free. You have no excuses. It is free. I don't care what your financial status is. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer in case, you know, you suck at editing or maybe you've had a few too many drinks and you need some help. They can do it for you. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You just sit back and it will throw it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And the best part is you can make money with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need in one place. If it's your first time and you want to get into the podcast game, this is how you do it.
1: Yeah, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Please, please, this Greyhound bus ticket will not buy itself. Cody, you have brought some samplings of Willow Creek where you work. Can you tell us a little bit about what you brought today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so essentially what we are is a distillery. So we create spirits, hard alcohol, if you will, from whatever base we choose to use. The majority of what we do is brandy. We also have some liqueurs. So we have a pair of brandy. And then we have our grain-based spirit, malton oats, and our uh, Nochina, which is a walnut liqueur. Ooh. Nutty behavior. So we'll be tasting those today and going over them.
3: I like the name of that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nutty mode. Do we want to get into that right now, guys? Let's try them. Yeah.
0: Excellent. What do you think? Can we? You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, only if it's okay with Cody. Uh, I'll, I'll think about Unless, it. I mean, he might have brought all
3: these bottles for himself. We don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can't assume. He just pulled them out of his bag and sat them in front of him. We're like, okay, dude. <laughs> Weird flex. <laughs> you okay. guys go, yeah. Just don't tell my boss. Also, this is, again, the worst run bar ever. We can just bring alcohol <laughs> yeah. in here from outside. Yeah,
0: yeah interest, entering, uh, very interesting legality with that. So be um, careful. So how do we begin this tasting, Cody? Yeah, so generally, uh, if we pretend that you come into my bar, we're at work, we're going to start from drier to sweeter. I personally find and most people find that that's an easier way to approach from a palate perspective, kind of allows you to uh, not get fatigue or burn out from sugar. You get more of a flavor that way fill in each glass completely full. to the
3: top, <laughs> to the top. So what That's what you guys didn't pour. see there was yeah, producer
2: drew
1: <laughs> acting on behalf of cody pouring the drinks and just well
2: cody actually had generous. his hand on drew's hand so technically it was good <laughs> so cody He's could say he was pouring
3: master. it it was yeah. like that like scene from ghost but at a bar <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like the Whoopi sequel Goldberg. <laughs> so
0: tell us a little bit about so tell us a little bit about this one that we got here yeah absolutely uh this is our pear brandy. So by style, it's called an eau de vie, which is French. And I'm not French by any means, so I won't even attempt to enunciate that correctly. It <laughs> is uh, the water of life, a very European style brandy. So dry. Mm. Most people associate brandy with um, the type you'd find at the grocery store for about five or ten dollars and you mix it with your eggnog. That's not the case here at all. So <laughs> not barrel aged. not barrel-ish by any means. It's made from pears. So that is the base fruit and the source of the alcohol. So on the nose, you get a lot of pear. You take a little mm. a nice little sniff into the, uh, the glass that's provided there. You get a lot of pear, a bit of astringency from the alcohol. And then if you taste it, uh, you get pear on the back of the tongue. So not so much sweetness, anything going on in that regards. But think of oh, this man. more like a, a vodka or a gin just made from pears. Yeah. Wow. Wow. My God. <laughs> yeah, that is very dry.
2: It's
1: but not.
3: I around. enjoy it a lot. It's good. Mm. Strong. So are you
0: saying
2: we can't have
0: this with eggnog? (laughs) Uh, You you could. I'm not sure what eggnog you'd use it with. (laughs) What was
1: the other word for eggnog that you found when researching our Christmas
3: episode? Milk punch. Milk punch. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah. That's totally what it used to be called. Mm. That is really good. I cut you
2: off. Sorry, Cody, for that
0: inane inane question. I'm used to it. I you know, (laughs) 18 years with my parents. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so Pedro, you're the sweet own on your parents. Yeah, you're the resident bartender, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah, they call me that. Fair enough. Things got legs. What's Things your got... uh, familiarity with brandy? Not a lot, to be honest. Do you know what Kids brandy knows is? Ray J's cousin, brandy. Um...
3: No, go ahead. Brandy <laughs> is
0: uh distilled from fruit. That's oh, okay. really what, well, Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> As a whole, so you know whether it's grapes or another fruit. Grapes can going to be the most common right. simply because grapes are used for wine and it's a very prevalent type of fruit for the alcohol industry in general. But in this case, pear is rather unique. And mm. in the United States, it's not a terribly common type of alcohol. So Yeah. Kind of a reason to go and support your local craft distillery, you'll find things like pear brandy, for instance, that you wouldn't necessarily find in the supermarket. So definitely maybe not for everyone, but its own kind of unique little niche cocktail or beverage, depending on how you choose to use it. You might as well go try it. I mean
3: if places like these are doing samplings and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's really good. It's like thick,
0: but not like too it's not too thick, but it's like it's definitely really good. 85 proof. I mean, it's not going to kill you, but it's right in the good range for me, at least.
3: Yeah. I like it a lot. That's delicious. It kind of reminds me of, um, you're mentioning, it's like Europe, like a very European-style brandy. It kind of sure. reminds me of, have you ever had your neighbor? I have. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's right. a different flavor, but the feeling's the same.
0: <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm. My mouth feels warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is no bacteria left in my mouth.
1: <laughs> Especially with all that coronavirus yeah. going around. You got to get your pear uh, brandy. Yeah, get your
0: pear brandy. Kill yep. it. I couldn't tell you how many times I hear that. People come in and say, oh, you know, this is good. We're staying safe, inoculating ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh. going to tell them they're wrong. Whatever you
2: need to tell yourself.
0: to uh... <laughs> At least we're
1: not like Jim Baker telling people to buy silver to ward off the... <laughs>
3: the coronavirus is <laughs> he say? is he telling me yeah
1: john oliver did a piece where they uh, oh they're no like,
2: john oliver got him on yeah oh they're, no
1: they're like look at what jim baker is trying to sell his uh his viewership and played a, a jim baker clip really? i'm like oh my god he's gone too
2: far i don't envy who has to do that research <laughs> on that team
3: so what's next
0: next is our uh grain-based spirit which i have to say because of TTB guidelines in our particular approach to making this long story short um, most grain-based spirits people know as whiskeys when it comes to legality we can't technically call this a whiskey Uh, we have a little bit of molasses that's been added to our mash so government doesn't technically allow it to be branded as a whiskey but for all intents and purposes I would say it looks smells and tastes exactly like one. Between what? us here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't tell anyone. Yeah. What's the TTB? Uh, that is the governing body for uh, us in the spirits world. They're uh, essentially okay. the people that create the criteria for which we have to attest and stand by. I see.
3: The yeah. High Council. Right.
0: <laughs> the one to say, have you paid your excise tax? Yes, sir. <laughs> or, ma'am. Mm, yes, exactly. 2020 approach. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not from L.A. Drew. <laughs> Drew by the way, Drew, <laughs> Drew. That was a great, great
2: reaction. That's what happens when you taste it before, uh, you know, we've I, all... I will say that this does
0: taste exactly like whiskey. Yeah, well, that's what we were going oh, for. Yeah. Essentially mm-hmm. speaking, I would describe this, and I do describe this as bourbon-like. So mm-hmm. bourbon, by definition, calls for 51% <laughs> of corn minimum with the mash. Ours uses about 35 Okay. So a little less than what the TTB would regulate for is necessary. But honestly, our distillery has only been open to the public for about four years. So our barrel program is young, Uh, two years on barrel for this, roughly. So a lot of whiskeys you'll drink have a lot more aging time than this. We wanted something that was drinkable with less time. It's
3: very, very drinkable. That's delicious. It's called Malt and Oats.
0: Malt and Oats, correct. So it's a combination of corn, which is the base in a lot of American whiskeys, mm-hmm. and then malted, malt and malt, for lack of a better way to put it, <laughs> and then oats, which is kind I of like a unique that. addition for us. I like that.
1: I think if we ever have you back on the pod, we're going to want to do a pairing with the Malt and Oats and hollow Oats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Brilliant.
3: <laughs> you had to. I had to. You had to.
1: No one else was making the joke. It was sitting right there. (laughs) That's
3: what happens when you don't drink for a few days, folks.
1: Yes. uh, So, for all... Okay. For our entire listening audience right now, it is the month and a half of Lent right now. And because I am a recovering Catholic, just like last year, (laughs) just like last year when you joined us on season one, I am sober during this time. But... I have my handy little spit glass here so that I can taste all of these fine liqueurs with you. <laughs> so exactly.
3: that I can, he can know what he's missing.
0: Yes. The tasting, right? That's yeah. the whole point. It's about the experience rather than the intoxication. Yes. At least that's what we tell yeah, ourselves. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, That's do you, what it's do, about.
2: Do you, have, um, do you have that? Do people do that ever at the distillery? Do they actually, As does in anyone actually spit out? Spit,
0: spit out? Yeah, I, I do bring a spit bucket. I'm one of the uh, three employees that makes sure to... Bring out a spit bucket. And by three employees, I mean, I'm one of three for our entire (laughs) branch.
2: So, how often do people, like customers who come in, how often do they, people
0: use that? Would you say any? One in ten. One in ten. For the most part, I, uh, well, I mean, in between tastings, because at at our place of business, a tasting is a choice of four spirits. Mm. So, there's a wide discrepancy between the flavors and varieties that we have. I generally pour out what's left in their glass for them to kind of, you know, make sure that they enjoy what they get. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, So more people use it than not, but not of their own volition. And I don't want to sound like I'm forcing myself to take their drink from them. It's just my job. Yeah, mm.
3: sure. Understandable. And we have one more. Yes. Right. So
0: on to dessert. So this is a uh, Nocino, which is, uh, we call it the nutty behavior. Nocino is just a walnut liqueur. We actually uh, grow walnuts on our estate at the winery. Really? Yeah, wow. so before the vineyards were planted, there was a ton of walnut trees. So that was kind of an easy way for us to use what already existed. Essentially, just a mix of a neutral grape spirit that we make with some walnuts that we grow, some brown sugar, and then a spice blend. So I think holiday <laughs> spices, almost pumpkin, spy, pumpkin pie spice blend, excuse me. So allspice, nutmeg flavors going on. Nice. Okay. Yeah, pretty Ooh, versatile is. in cocktails, and uh, that's what we use tonight, correct? It definitely, definitely is. It's a very rich aroma, definitely bringing
1: me back to about four months ago. Uh, you know, <laughs> you just sent Ryan to a whole yeah, different plane yeah, of yeah, existence yeah. for <laughs> a
0: second. See, ironically, going back to the whole eggnog thing, this works quite well with eggnog, and this I is not a say, brandy. Can, yeah. This is the one non brandy, you know, essentially, well, minus the not whiskey, but yeah. <laughs>
2: Man, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Ooh. What a treat. Oh, that
1: is really good. It's very, oh my gosh. That is delicious. Definitely sticks to your palate. Like, you, you just, you feel it afterwards.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure we will.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's kind of the whole point of doing the tasting from drier to sweeter. I kind of butchered it earlier, but essentially the point is start with something more astringent that mm-hmm. kind of cleanses your palate. Go to something that's more middle of the road and rounded and end with something sweet.
3: Mm-hmm. That's good. Makes a lot of sense. That was delicious. Thank you yes thank yeah, you absolutely.
0: so much
1: for taking us on that journey thank you for listening to tunes and tumblers tunes and tumblers is an atwood magazine podcast be sure to like the show and atwood on every social platform also please rate and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast it really helps us a lot tunes and tumblers was produced as always by drew Franzblau. our theme song is by new new girlfriend and until next time cheers, cheers.